It looks, it looks like it's just us then, Russ. The cream always rises to the crop, to the top, crop, top. <laughs> Great start, great start. I can't. Good lord, we've we've we haven't done a, a, a an episode for a while, and this is how it starts. You think I hadn't talked in a while? Never mind, done a podcast. <laughs> Despite the fact that we've been sat here for the last twenty five minutes waiting for Alan, who's given up, and uh, I assume thrown his iPad out the window. I've executed every single word I've said to you in the past 20 minutes of waiting perfectly. And then as soon as you click the record button, it's like my speech just goes to like a three-year-old again. That's okay. That's fine. Hello and welcome to the 2022 NFL season. We are obviously the Un-American Football Show. If you if you don't know that, how did you even make it here? Uh, I'm your host, Nate, as ever. Uh, and today I'm not joined by Alan, but I am joined by, by Ross. I described you as the ever-present Ross before, and I'm glad to see that, you're, uh, that, that is continuing. Yeah, I, I'm not like some of these superstars in the NFL who don't turn up for um, the off-season <laughs> workouts. The voluntary workouts. I'm here for everything, you know. Yeah, how's your uh, how's your off season going? Fun. Um, I'm for those who don't know, I'm a big big baseball fan, and we're actually getting a, a league in the MLB this year. Yeah, there's a few <laughs> of us in our there's a few of us in our Discord that actually like baseball. We're actually getting a fantasy league together um, out yeah. of our Discord community for a change. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, all all good fun. It's about to start, so I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to uh to having a crack at this uh baseball and winning it all because I've won our I've won our basketball league two years on the trot without watching a single minute of basketball. I was going to say I'm impressed. That was that was my tactic as well with the basketball. Um, <laughs> I've not watched a single minute of NBA action this year, uh, and it, and it showed in my fantasy performance, but not yours. Yeah, no, uh, you started you certainly showed at the beginning of the season when I lost the first, I think, six games. Well, you just had to get a feel for it. You just had to get a feel for who was good this year from a fantasy perspective, and you look at the numbers, just jump, jump, put them into your your spreadsheet, crunch them. <laughs> You've got the winning, I, then you got a winning team. I just had to wait until Carl uh, Anthony Towns and uh, Sabonis were back back in action. I had them injured at the same time, and it killed me. Look, see, yeah. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I'm sure I'm going to kill this baseball thing as well. Yeah, I don't even know. Where I had my NBA team. I've completely forgotten. So <laughs> uh, hopefully, you at least learn learn the players' names in MLB. At least you didn't. Uh, at least you didn't end up like your brother, who ended up as the shit king. Yeah, and he actually likes NBA. That's really... <laughs> he watches right, a lot. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've never done nearly as well in NFL fantasy or in FPL as I did, as I have done two years on the trot in basketball. I'm telling you, the less you know, the better it is because you don't ever go with your heart. Because, I mean, I do go with my heart already because Carl Anthony Towns absolutely crushed it for me last year. So I was made sure he was on my team again this year. But, yeah, you don't go with your heart if you don't know any of the players. It's genius. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried I'll, I'll do that in our MLB fantasy draft, actually, whereas you'll come in and actually just look at the numbers and be like, yeah, I want yeah. that one. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah, I've already bookmarked a page on uh, on how to moneyball 
fantasy uh, <laughs> fantasy baseball. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be doing that anyway. We're not here to talk about basketball or baseball, mate. Sorry, free, I'll do the other show. free agency has been absolutely insane. Uh, uh, should we just dive dive straight in and uh, go with go with it? Uh, are we starting on offense or defense? Let, let I know you've put offense first on the sheet, but let's start with defense. Let's get a defense sort of out of the way, I guess. We're going to be talking about trades. We're going to talk about free agency. We're going to talk about people who've been cut and haven't gone anywhere yet. Um, all sorts of nonsense. So, uh, do you want to do you want to open the uh, open the discussion? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many moves, um, transactions that have, that have taken place. It's, we weren't even, you know, we hadn't, we considered not doing a show. We considered taking the the time off, hadn't we? Um, Absolutely, yeah. We charged the batteries, and then we still end up in our Discord community every day because a, a nuts uh, new signing has taken place. Um, one of the uh, moves that got the biggest, I would say, reaction from some of the guys was uh, the Von Miller um, signing for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Mainly because of that contract size of yeah, six was, years, $120 million um, for Von Miller. 32, 33 year old Von Miller. It's, yes. it's an awful lot of money, isn't it? It is uh, an awful lot of money. Now, it's, it's, it does reek a little bit it? of. He might be at his best. Um, I don't think he'll ever. I mean, he, he seemed to get to some of his best in the, the postseason run with the Rams, you have you have to say. He did, yeah, he did, yeah. Um, and that's, he got four sacks in that post in the, the postseason alone. Um, and that's kind of where the Bills have faltered the last two years. They've not been able to get to Patrick Mahomes um, two years in a row in the postseason, really. Um, now, it's a lot of money to give somebody to go and do that in just the postseason. You obviously want him to be able to perform well in the the regular season as well. I I don't know if Miller is the ten plus sacks a, a season guy even now at thirty two. Never mind five years into this contract that the the Bills have given him. Um, but it, it it's definitely the Bills identifying once again like they did last year where they went wrong and trying to rectify it, which was not being able to get to Patrick Mahomes. What did they do? They went and got Greg Rousseau in the first round. And uh, their second round pick, I believe, was also a defensive end. I forget his name. Um, again, same things happened. They didn't get to Mahomes. They didn't close the deal in the last few seconds of the, the, the divisional game this year. Um, and then they go and try and rectify that by spending big on a future Hall of Fame talent in, in Miller. Um, I just worry that it's A, a lot of money, uh, and B, you know, this is a guy that, didn't, that missed all of uh, two seasons ago with, a, I think it was a knee injury for the Broncos in uh, 2020. So health is a factor. We know at his best, he can be a really, really game-changing force on defense. But I, I just worry that's that's a lot of money for someone that you're just hoping will um, help you out in the postseason. Yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. I mean, if he takes him to a Super Bowl in the next three years and he only turns up in the postseason... You're not going to argue with it as a Bills fan, are you? But it and um, something I hate of the last sort of four years is something something I really hate that started happening in the league. Well, maybe not started happening, but it's certainly proven true. Like teams, I say teams, 
Tampa and LA have shown that you can absolutely go and splash out to win now. Tampa, I think Tampa, Tampa did. Tampa and LA have both done it with incredible success, haven't they? Definitely. Uh, it's, um, but even then, Tampa and LA did it in smart ways, right? You know, Tampa only did it when they knew they were getting Tom Brady, and then they, they still drafted. Got, they certainly got the right players, didn't they? Yeah, and Tampa, you're right. Tampa drafted really fucking well as well. Like that, all proper, properly came together. But yeah, you, I think you're right. They they were very smart about it. The Rams, it worked, but probably didn't do it quite as wisely as Tampa. Well, just I mean, just to continue that kind of that thought train, they uh. You know, they, they still gave up picks to go get Jalen Ramsey. Um, they gave up uh, draft picks to get some other some receivers in there. Or they got Beckham on a very, very cheap deal. Um, you know, they went out and got Andrew Whitworth. They gave him a little bit of money. But it's not the sort of deal that... They never really gave the sort of deal that the Bills have just given to Von Miller. So I think they were still very smart about how they used their resources. Whereas the Bills seem to be thinking that Von Miller is the single piece um, they need to go and get a Lombardi trophy. And that kind of thinking for me is quite scary and um, potentially ominous because I don't think there's because football's so random on a week to week basis sometimes right like it's you know um, thinking like that that you just need one piece to go and win the Super Bowl I don't think works out um, yeah it's it's getting more and more random I think isn't it it's to get I think it's getting less and less predictable as the years go on yeah well especially last year I mean you know, we're just we're just coming off the Bengals versus the Rams in the Super Bowl maybe the Rams a lot of people would have predicted but the, the Bengals now nah, no chance <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's absolutely wild isn't it that uh, that they I don't imagine anybody would have put them um, put the Bengals in there realistically you know you might have had a few homers as a half joke put uh, put them there um, okay so so that's Von Von Miller. Um, other defend notable defensive movements. I'm just going to list a few here. Um, Randy Gregory has gone to the Broncos, five years, seventy million, um, after signing and then turning his nose up at a deal to stay with the Cowboys. Um, yeah, well, let's to... let's get let's get that right. Not quite signing with the Cowboys. That was the whole thing, I suppose, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they um... Verbally, verbally agreed on a deal until they uh, tried to put a little extra into his contract. I think. Yeah, which, which it, all the reports say that they do it on all of them, but uh, it did. It did seem like it was particularly, you know, uh, aimed at Randy Gregory. You'd be surprised if other players that didn't have his history of substance abuse, yeah, <laughs> had that same same. Well, well, he definitely took offense. He definitely took. He definitely took offense to that. Um, yeah, so we, move we to, to that. Some move to a state where he can openly smoke marijuana as much as he wants. Yeah. It's my um, Chandler Jones to the Vegas Raiders, three years, thirty-one millions. Um, after the uh, Raiders traded the uh, traded uh, Ed Rusher, Yannick Ngakwe to the Colts for uh, defensive back Rock Yassin. Uh we were talking a little bit before before coming on air about about that trade. Um, I've I'm just, I'm I've got to be happy that the Colts have got a massive upgrade on the edge uh, in the pass rush, but. I'm gonna miss Rocky Sin, man. After after his first two years, I was I was sort of on the fence about how good how good I thought he was. He showed flashes, but he you know 
14 penalties last year, or so the year before in 2020, um, amounting to well over 200 yards. Um, and uh, this year, this last year, two 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 uh two penalties given away. Um, and he was ranked. He was PFF's fifth ranked corner in the league. It goes to show just how much of a monumental monumental year he had. But I think it's easier to replace a, a corner than it is an edge rush. Um, uh, so I think that's I think... why the Colts have gone down that route. And you know, I can't be angry at picking up Yannick and Gokwe that cheap. I think, um, yeah, I included all this uh, together because you have to kind of look at the these moves uh, yeah, together, package, I think. Sure. I think, yeah, because uh, in the end, the Raiders get better. You could argue if Chandler Jones um, is better than Yannick Ngakwe, you know, whatever. You could argue who's better there. Pro, but I would say Yannick is, but he's the younger talent and he's still fresh. So, uh, yeah, he's, Jones, Yannick, Yannick's but, 26. He's been, in yeah. the, he's been in the league for ages, it feels like, but he's still only 26. He's got another, he can have another seven eight years of high production in him so it's it's a no-brainer isn't it yeah and uh but so then the the readers maybe they let's say it's a little bit worse but chandler jones is still a very very good football player and can give you some very solid production from edge rusher and then you pick up rocky sin who you've just um spoke uh glowingly about so the raiders get better in one spot which they had to in the secondary and still get production at pass rush and now the colts have a, a young dynamic pass rusher to uh, who's been in the league, as you say, for a few years now, and he can help hopefully uh, develop uh, Quitty Pay and um, your your other young defensive lineman. I forget. Dale Odiangbo. Yeah, um, I think he'll be he'll be he'll make that whole unit better, uh, Yannick. Yeah, and that the pass rush was Colts was the Colts' real real weakness uh, last season. Pass rush. Uh, uh, yeah, the uh, run run defense was was really good, but the pass defense, particularly on the edge, was really weak. So that's a huge, huge upgrade. Um, happy days. Uh, you do the next one. Yeah, I included the Hassan Reddick uh, signing for the Eagles on a yeah a pretty good deal. It's probably market rate of three years, forty five million. Just because I think generally the Eagles are trying to position themselves to make a run in the next couple of years with Nick Sirianni. They almost, like he almost bought himself some time with the, the bonus playoff appearance this, this past year. But they're now they're making a few signings, splashing the cash because they know in this upcoming draft they're going to be able to pick up some nice, some good young young pieces. Um, they just have to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback, I think. But I like some of the moves they made, and I think this Reddick one is, is one of the better ones because he's had two years of very good production in Arizona and Carolina. Um, Carolina almost only gave him a, a one-year prove-it deal last year, and he went out and proved it. He got 11 sacks. So, I mean, that's back-to-back double-digit sack years for him. Um, and the Eagles' defensive line is still, like, it's, it's, it's good. They still have Josh Sweat. They, have, uh, they brought back, they're bringing back Fletcher Cox. I think he's still got something, something to give um, now into his 30s. So, I, I think that's a good front seven in, in Philadelphia. And it, I hate to see it for, say it for Allen's sake, but uh, I think they're if they can figure out that quarterback position and get in a couple of wide receivers uh, in the draft, um, Philly could really be turning things around um, in that division. They could, they could, yeah. I mean, nobody expects them to put the. I say nobody. I don't think many people expect them to put quite so much of a. Uh, 
run together last year and to make the playoffs, did they? No, and they, and they did it with one of the best rushing attacks in the league, especially down, down the stretch there. Yeah. Um, I think bringing a few of those guys back, bringing back Fletcher Cox, and there's not many people who have left um, who are starters anyway. Um, I think they're going to keep a lot of the same guys in house. Um, so I, I think they're doing some smart business down Philly. Nothing, you know, too over over the top where they're going to uh, hamper themselves down the line. I think they they are setting themselves up for the long term. Um, and like I say, Sirianni's definitely bought himself some time with that that playoff run. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a uh, it's a good sign. I I spoke I spoke glowingly about uh, about Sirianni when they picked him up. Uh, I really liked him as uh, as the Colts. Yeah. Offensive uh, coordinator, and um, yeah, he's done great. He's done great work uh, already in in Philly, and I think uh, I, I would imagine that's going to continue. Just a good coach. Like I know there was when he signed on with Philly, he uh, you know he wasn't the greatest speaker. Um, yeah, the, people really get really really annihilated him for it, didn't they? Yeah, and I get it. It's part of the job. So if you're going to grade, you know, if you're going to if you're signing someone to a job, right, that dealing with the media, that's part of the job description, right? So um, that's something teams would like their coaches to be good at. And I think fans would want their coaches to be good at because that's um, some of the time they, they hear from their, that's the only time they really hear from their coaches in interviews. It's not like they go and are able to chat with them in the pub after after a game, you know? Um, so when the fans only exposure to their coach, uh, like on in videos and on social media is, them bombing a press conference it's not exactly going to be um it's not going to feel great i guess but he's proven himself to be a good coach on the field um especially in year one yeah uh something that happens uh, earlier today to darius smith's gone to the vikings three years 14 million um and the packers decided to resign Preston smith to a four-year 52.5 million extension after moving on from Zedarius. that's uh there's some, some some big deals there. Yeah, I mean the Smith brothers, you know, have been a uh, almost the identity of this Packers um, yeah. run, I would say, under um, Matt Lafleur. I think, uh, especially a couple of years ago, I think that was all the talk coming into the postseason was uh, the Darius Smith and Preston Smith getting the pressure off the edge. I think, um, and then the Bucks identified that. In that NFC Championship game, and just crushed them on the in the ground game right up the middle, I think, and they were they were, they were too soft and a defensive tackle and linebacker. Um, but that the, the Smith brothers were very successful in in Green uh, in Green Bay. Not I don't yeah they're not actually brothers, but the Smith brothers as they were coined. Um, they've just gone with the younger guy. So Preston is uh, twenty nine, I believe. Uh, Zadarius is thirty one, thirty two now. Um, both have very similar career records in terms of stats. Um, but I think the Vikings will be very happy to have picked up um, someone from their rival, really. And we know the Packers have had some cap issues. So um, now with Rogers' new deal, uh, signing, they, they, went, they, 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 they went their way with Preston, basically. Um, and they, but they had to let someone walk, um, as well as get a few more faces out the door, as we'll get on to one of the bigger trades of the offseason later on, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised to see Zedarius move across the division, uh, but I think that's more just my uh, my soccer head 
being shocked at players moving between rivals, right? Like it's just not it's not the same thing in in the states it's in the NFL, is it? Nah, money, money, money talks. I think more in the money, money, money talks in football, but it's just yeah. so it's just so different in that uh, we have transfers more often here, right? You you pay for the right to be able to take that player away, and nobody wants yeah, to give absolutely. give players to their their rival clubs. Whereas in the NFL, it's there is a more of a see out your deal um, mentality, I think, or club or the teams just release you, and then that's kind of it. But usually, you don't have that much to offer at that point, I guess. Um, but I think Zadarius Smith can still offer something to Minnesota, especially if it's someone that needs a little bit of pass rush help. Uh, Marcus Williams has gone to the Ravens in a huge five-year, uh, seventy million deal. Yeah, I'm very sad to see him go. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the biggest deals of the the offseason in terms of a contract, actually, pretty really high up there actually in terms of the rankings. And I think a few people were surprised that he got so much money. Um, because all they can remember for him for is the Minneapolis miracle play um, when he was <laughs> just a rookie. Um, after having a storming rookie season as part of that uh, 2017 draft class, that was so good. Yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the contracts that Saints class has got, um, have gone on to get uh, in their next, co- in their first proper contracts after their rookie deal. It's no it's, wonder that, they're, they're, that not all of them are still in New Orleans. Exactly, especially the way, especially we the way we handle the cap. But um, yeah, I mean Trey Hendrickson went on to get a massive deal from the Bengals. We've actually given Ramcheck and Marshall Lattimore deals, but those are four guys off the top of my head. Who um, Alvin Kamara, of course, as well, got a massive deal. Um, so those five guys there have got huge deals. I think the total sum of those um, players uh, over their career over their careers is going to be astronomical when you put them together. Um, I suppose we should actually say how he helps the Ravens. He, he helps the he helps Baltimore in a lot of ways because he's got he's really recovered from that um, quite high profile play in the, in, the, in the postseason, and he is one of the best safeties in the league that maybe a lot of people don't talk about. Um, you know, he's he's better than likes of he's always been better than likes of Jamal Adams, who got all the the high profile praise and stuff from from people over the years in yeah. New York. Um, this guy actually does it on the field. Ironically, he does actually tackle very, very well. He's a great box safety and he has great range. Um, he's the kind of the the kind of player Baltimore um, like to have. So he's going to provide a lot for that secondary um, alongside the likes of the returning, you know, Marlon Humphrey. You know, that's, that's going to be a good secondary um, in Baltimore. But yeah, no, he's, he's a really efficient year uh, this past year. Seventy-four combined tackles, uh, just the one forced fumble, uh, two interceptions, returned for fifty-six yards. Eight passes defense, so it's really, really uh, a really, really uh, standout year for a for a safety. I think I guess you know that safe safety numbers don't always look you know not, don't always look as impressive as linebacker numbers, but it's it's a really efficient year for a guy who's who's gone and got himself a huge contract um, with the Ravens. Who else? Who else we got on our list? Uh, JC Jackson goes to the Chargers. Um, your top uh, cornerback on the market, gone for five five years for uh, eighty two million. Yeah, I mean this 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 guy only you only have to say really one stat, and it's the stat that gets you paid at a cornerback. It's uh, twenty five interceptions in just four seasons is um, 
a ridiculous number of interceptions now and it, 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 some of that might be the, the you know the, what's become the Trayvon Diggs syndrome where you get so many picks but you also give up a lot of big plays because you you, you look for those those picks and you, you get beat on the double move a lot I think there's some of that with Jackson but maybe not as much so as there is with someone like Diggs um all pro second team this year he earned his first pro bowl honor with New England this year yeah um New England just couldn't find it it's interesting that New England didn't keep him in a way to be fair because you think generally they're quite good at grading their own talent and understanding who to keep you know when they yeah. let Mal- Malcolm Butler go a few years ago there was a lot of uproar about that and then Tennessee gave him the big deal mm-hmm. and he's never played that well since then no. um so I wonder about Jackson if he's going to fit in a different scheme if, if he's actually very uh, versatile um, I guess we'll see in LA because they're spending a lot of money this offseason to try and compete with the, the the Chiefs. They are. I mean, they're 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 up there with one of the teams that was have, have, have spent have spent the most, but they spent I think they've spent all across the board really wisely, wisely, aren't they? So they're looking like the the uh, the AFC West is looking spicy. It is. It really is. Uh, I think we we talked about uh, the Russell Wilson trade. The Russell Wilson trade on the broke on the our last show or just before we started recording our last show um and and since then it's it's only got more interesting as the, the chargers they re-signed mike williams and they've spent as you kind of allude to right across the board position wise you know they, they've brought in a couple of defensive tackles a linebacker they brought in jackson in the secondary he's going to complement some of the pieces they've got there already um so it's, it's exciting they just if you're a Chargers fan, it's a definitely exciting time. You still have Justin Herbert, who's only in year three. So you still have time to make some more splashes as well over the next couple of years. But um, that defense has to improve. So that's obviously something they've been attacking this offseason. Yeah, I, I hate it when I see other teams in the AFC spending incredibly wisely and strengthening exactly where they need to. <laughs> it's not, it's not, I mean, it's good good for a football fan, but... Uh... Oh, free agency um, could be a painful time for a Colts fan. I think you can at least say they've been aggressive, the Colts. You know, we can we can we can get out well, of them in a bit. They've been aggressive in some ways. In the trade market, but yes. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So let's let's just have a look at some of the notable defensive agents that are still free: uh, Stephen Gilmore, Bobby Wags, uh, Tyrion Matthew, uh, Kim Hicks, and Jadavian Clowney. All. Uh, all available. Um, where do you see where do you see these guys slotting in? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Pro Bowls still out there, isn't there? There's a lot there of Pro Bowlers. Still. An awful lot of Pro Bowls still out there. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Wags is the guy that I th- of those names really stands out to me um, as someone that you know. Obviously, the rumors come or the reports came out that he didn't get treated very well in his farewell from Seattle, um, as they they look to kind of basically rebuild but this guy has six six first team all pros in his career eight pro bowls like he's you know he's he's on like a hall of fame pace and he's only um what old is he you have it in front of you 31 um you know i wouldn't be surprised if he ends up somewhere like uh, maybe in division maybe even with the chargers or mm-hmm. uh not the chargers sorry um rams as well i meant to say yeah the other the other la team if they, you know, they could do some uh, a linebacker who knows the the other teams well and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think if he lands somewhere like in LA, that would that would make sense. 
um, as far as he's concerned. Any of the any of those guys stand out to you? I mean, Clowney's not one I rate particularly. I know he came on a lot at the end of last year, but he's bounced around the league a lot already. He has, yeah. I mean, I think I think he's one of those character guys, isn't he? That that there's certainly questions about how much of a tosser he is, frankly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and I think he's probably like he's probably going to want quite a lot of money. So I I genuinely have got no idea where he's going to end up. He's probably, you know, if if you're if you're a team and win now, he's probably worth a shout. Um, I think I think you're right. I think Bobby Wags is the one one out of that 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 lineup that is really interesting to see where he ends up. I've got no idea where he goes. I've been trying yes. to I've been trying to work it out. I've got no idea where he goes. I don't know. I mean, we don't know his motivations, right? I think over the yeah. you know year we've been doing this show, we've got a few free agent predictions wrong. Where we, you know, JJ Watt is the one that sticks out in my head, where we thought he would want to go somewhere to win a Super Bowl. In Arizona were okay last year, but he definitely went there for the money initially, right? Absolutely, um, yeah. So you know, Bobby Wagner at this stage in his career, maybe he wants that second ring. Um, Tyron Matthew, another name that sticks out there. He's he's. <laughs> With a lot of honours, he's coming he's, up a Pro Bowl year himself. He's an interesting one. He's um, I, I try not to be overly uh, overly Homer as always, um, <laughs> but uh, he um, he's heavily rumoured to be uh, on the Colts shopping list. Wouldn't surprise me. He would fit in very well there. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't really want to talk about it too much because I don't want to jinx it, but I'd be happy with that. Um, Stephen Gilmore, two two years ago, I'd have been really interested to see where where he goes. Not so much anymore. I think he ends up in like Cincinnati or something like that. I think yeah, they, I, they I, I my my preseason idea was the Browns, but I, I don't know. Cincinnati just um, released Trey Wayne a couple couple days ago. I think saved some cap right, space there. Yeah, I mean that I that move would make sense, then, wouldn't it? It sounds like the sort of move where you're trying to make space for. Um, picking up another piece like like Gilmore would be, yeah. And he's probably an upgrade even was a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, I'll let you take take the lead on this bit. The next bit on the sheet. Yeah. So you'll notice we didn't uh, mention a couple of defensive players there because we wanted to save them for the special segment where we um, slander the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, <laughs> it's a very <laughs> Very special note on the Jaguars and their spending spree. Um, to this point, uh, they spent a lot of money on Brandon Scherf, uh, guard, signed him to three years, 50 million. Christian Kirk is the one that stands out. I laugh because I still I just see that 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 contract of four years, 72 million, which I think makes him the now because of another contract that will from a trade. He's now the fourth highest paid wide receiver. Yeah, he's definitely not WR4, is he? No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, who else they got? Linebacker, Foya said Olakum. Uh, Darius Williams, who got a little bit less than I thought he was going to get. I thought he would get a little bit more in the, the open market as a cornerback. Uh, Zay Jones. Yeah. Zay Jones, three years, 24 million is a lot of money for Zay Jones. Uh, yeah. Also, defensive tackle, Foley Fatukasi. Uh, nailed that one, and uh, Evan, Gr- Evan Ingram gets a one-year $9 million deal. So they, just a, another big spending spree from the Jaguars who love a spending spree, as you know, we, we saw it last year and with Urban Meyer in town, and now we see it um, 
with uh, Doug Peterson in town. Just trying to get anything around Trevor Lawrence at this point, aren't they? Yeah. Um, how would you how would you grade their uh, their free agency so far? You ha- you almost have to look at it with a Jaguars lens on because each of those players makes <laughs> their their team better. You know, absolutely, but absolutely. Each of those players makes their team better, but they've also ruined free agency market for a lot of teams by overpaying for a lot of those guys. For a hell um, of a lot of those guys, yeah. I mean, you you said earlier that we'll talk about one of the other trades, uh, but obviously it's Devontae Adams' trade, which you know is one hundred and forty one point two five million over five years. I don't think that I would have. I don't think that would have been nearly as high as it was if it wasn't for Christian Kirk going for seventy two. Yeah, what was it again? Sorry, five years. Or, five years, um, one hundred and forty-one. Yeah, so basically, he just said, "What did Kurt get?" Double it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And you know what? You know, you know what? Raiders, save yourself a mil. You know, yeah. put up, save yourself a couple of mil and put it, all, put it all on the, put it on the casinos. Um, um it's, it's, I don't know. Look, it makes the Jaguars better. It gives Trevor Lawrence some actual NFL talent around him. But if your wide receiver room was on any team in the NFL was Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, um, you know, they let go DJ Shark. Marvin Jones, I think, is still there. Yeah. You know, it's still a bottom half NFL talent. I like Christian Kirk a lot, by the way. I, I don't I don't want to make I, it sound like I don't like Kirk. It's he, but they, he was they, the third wide receiver on the Cardinals last year. Yeah, they've given him W they've given him wide receiver one money for a, a, a slot guy, a best. Very, I very talented. I liked him a lot coming out in the draft. I thought he should have been drafted higher. I remember, like I remember watching some college games of him at Texas A&M, and I was like, I think this guy's very good. And it's not quite panned out where he's a wide receiver one. He's just not quite big enough, I think, for that role. Yeah. Um, but he essentially was the third guy on the the Cardinals last year. Um, if Rondell Moore was having a good good game, he was the fourth guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like. It's, and now I, I think the Jaguars want him to be the, the number one and Trevor Lawrence's best friend. Um, Brandon Scherf is a good deal. I think that he's going to, you know, he's not going to let anybody pass. And he's a new bodyguard yeah, for Trevor it is, Lawrence. It is, it is a really good deal. Um, I really like the Evan Ingram pickup. I think that's their, I think that might be their best pickup out of all of this. But it's their best pickup because it's high, it's low risk and low, low, low risk, low price, high reward potentially. High reward, high reward potentially. But then even, yeah. Even then, just for that one year, because it's only a one-year deal, you know. Um, yeah. And then they, but then the other thing, it's almost it's not like one step forward, two steps back, because you say their whole their roster is better now, but then they go and release Miles Jack as well, who we didn't yeah. mention. Uh, we didn't mention that's right. I've completely forgot. I completely forgot about him because he signed anyway. Yeah, he signed with the Steelers, Steelers which I Steelers, I yeah. love. I I can't tell you how much I love that move if you're a Steelers fan, which annoys me. I can't me. tell you how much I hate that move. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I hate it as a non-Steelers fan uh, and someone. He fits but, in. He fits in with that that organization incredibly well, doesn't he? Yeah, they. I mean, they love. I mean, Mike Tomlin dreams about speedy, big, tough tackling linebackers yeah. who can cover. And this is this is the guy. He's only twenty six as well. You know, it's that this could have been one of the phases of the franchise for the new Jaguars movement if they if they do go anywhere with Trevor Lawrence. He could have been one of the faces of this defense on this deal and. Now he's shipped off to Pittsburgh. Oh well, 
What can you do? Um, let's talk about the offense because um, we haven't got anywhere yet with that yet. Um, so I'm going to start out with uh, with a with a I guess a, a no longer a homer. Uh, Zach Pascal, Colts wide receivers moved to the Eagles on a one year one point six six million deal, which is I think crazy cheap for a guy who's ready to be given an elevated. Um, number of targets in an offense he never really got it with the Colts and I was sort of always screaming out for him to be targeted more made some really 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 good plays and at crucial times both last last season and the season prior so um I can't say I'm surprised that he's gone I'm a little bit disappointed but I think that's a really good pickup for the Eagles yeah definitely an under Underrated, one, understated one. I think. Yeah, I mean for that price, for that price as well. I think that's a really good signing. Yeah, like I say, I think a couple of the you know brought in, uh, brought back Boston Scott as well, or running yeah. back, uh, scat back, Greg Ward come back, Anthony Harris's safeties come back. You know they, they're keeping some guys in house and just plugging in uh, some holes they have on the roster. Um, Raheem Mostert's gone gone to Miami in a one year three point one point two sorry three point one two five million deal. Uh, I mean, it's very much a preview. Prove you're still worth it, deal, isn't it? I think he when he's when he's been on form, he's been he's been a real asset to to the Forty ers But he uh, he has an awful lot of injury problems, doesn't he? He does, and it's probably one of the reasons he uh, he didn't kind of burst onto the scene for so long um, until he finally did. I think was his injuries, and then obviously he did in that Super Bowl run for the Forty ers and then it got not gone downhill because he plays well really anytime he plays, and he's got speed that kills, and that's something you want. You're running back, obviously, but yeah, the, the injuries are something. Miami are just they're in an interesting spot. Uh, they signed a lot of guys. Um, and there, there seem to be a lot of backups for a lot of teams. They, I described it to somebody as they've signed a lot of turds. Yeah, it's. I like. I don't mind Chase Edmonds, but that's what uh, he, Chase Edmonds got two years, twelve point six. That's basically made a new backfield, right? Is Raheem Mostert yeah. and Chase Edmonds? Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think. I mean, the new change hey. there, Mike. Michael Chase, Daniel, Chase is like. fine, isn't it? Like that that deal for Chase Edmonds is fine, but a lot of a lot of the other work they've done is a bit shit. Like they've signed Teddy B, one for a six six point five million deal. Ah, yeah. he's 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 the backup though. Behind, he's going to be behind two. I think the, obviously the big thing is how um, the new coach McDaniel can um, yeah uh, improve Tua's play. Uh, and he's I think I imagine what he, he's got a lot of ex 49ers in here um, that he's worked with in the past. Yeah. Um, and some guys have worked in the same scheme with him before. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess he's just getting a lot of players in the building that know his schemes. Yeah. Do you want to do the next couple? So let's talk about the big one first. Let's do you wanna you wanna dive straight into the big one of the off season? Do you wanna do you wanna just just clear up the dancing twit the TikTok idiot first? <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at I just yeah, I just see it now. Uh <laughs> Juju signed recently in the last couple of days. Juju Smith Schuster to the Kansas City Chiefs, which for one year, just under eleven million dollars, is you know more talent in the building for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's um, good. It's it's a good signing to a already pretty packed uh, offensive weapon team, isn't it? 
Yeah, I, I think it worked. You know, he's he's kind of a slot receiver at this point. I think yeah. I think he's found his home there. Uh, at least he did in Pittsburgh for a while. Um, a lot of injuries the last couple of years, though. Um, I just I I know we had some banter about it in Discord that I'm not looking forward to those Juju and Jackson Holmes combinations. Is there a, is, is there a poll to see um uh, to see how long it will be before they appear in a TikTok together? Uh, I wouldn't. Be, I would. I would. I'd. I'd say like training camp, honestly. Like, <laughs> I'm amazed know. it hasn't already happened. If I'm honest, preseason maybe sometime. I don't know, but it's yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an all of our lives by this this fall for sure. Yeah. Right. Go on. Go on. Now that we got the TikTok idiot out of the way, let's uh, let's talk about the big one. Yeah, this was the one that really was nuts. I guess was the Dev- the Devontae Adams trade. Um. Not long after Aaron Rodgers signs his record deal with the Packers, and we all assumed that it was going to be, I assumed on our show, that there was going to be a lot of pressure now put on Rodgers and Adams to bring it, bring the Lombardi back to Wisconsin. Um, mm-hmm. Not too long after I'd been saying that, I guess, uh, just a few days later, Devontae Adams yeah. is shipped off to Las Vegas for a first round pick and a second round pick in this upcoming draft. Um, and then not only that, he get then gets the five-year monster one for two million dollar deal that he's been searching for from from Green Bay. Yeah, I was I was gonna say it's um it's a it's a monster deal, but you can it's anybody who knows anything about football kind of can see why it's why why he's well the deals deals what it is really. Five consecutive years pro bowl, two consecutive years first team or pro. Uh, in the last five years, he's only had two, two only two of those have been sub a uh, thousand yards, and they both of those seasons were fourteen or fewer games played. Um, over the last, it was only two thousand nineteen in the last five out of the last five years or out of the last six years. That he's hit less than 10 um, touchdowns, getting 18, 2020, and 11, 2021. Um, he's a threat. He's a massive threat. And I really, really like, I really like a lot of what the Raiders have done this offseason. Um, have, they, have, have their hands been forced into going big because of how strong the rest of the division now is? Do you I think, think we'd, so. Do you think we'd have seen a little bit more patience from them if if the Broncos hadn't gone big and the the Chargers hadn't gone big in free agency and trades? I think so. It's definitely interesting because you know we we see a lot of teams who go the other way when their the, their division gets stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they say, "Okay, let's pack it in for a year and rebuild for a year or retool yeah. and go attack next year." But when they knew they could get Devontae Adams, uh, you know, especially when you have a, it's a later first round pick and a later second round pick because they did so well unexpectedly this the past season got to the playoffs. You know, Devontae is probably, well, he's def- you know what you're getting with Adams, a 29 year old stud wide receiver who's arguably the best in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the contract that those kind of guys are going to command. Josh McDonald's obviously wants to make his stamp on this team. Um, so I know he, he would have been right behind this this trade getting a talent like that in the in the building. And let's not forget it's 
uh, Derek Carr and Adams were old college teammates, which yeah. sometimes I think we, we some people might put a little bit too much stock in, but you know they you know they get along and you know they have some sort of chemistry to build off. So when you see it, you go over those Adams stats, and a lot of people will say, yeah, but he had Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. A lot of the you know stats comes from chemistry, not just having the best quarterback in the league. It's you know Kirk Cousins gets Justin Jefferson the ball right. all the time. Kirk yeah. Cousins isn't the best quarterback in the league. Um, so I, I think the chemistry there is going to help Adams kind of keep that pace up in terms of the stats, at least. Whether it's the right move to round out the roster well, I, it's, you know, we, we don't know yet. And whether they can compete with Denver and Kansas and the Chargers, you know, I, I, I don't know yet. I think we'll have to see how things shake out. But yeah, it makes it very exciting. <laughs> it, it does, yeah. Um Obviously, another another there's a couple of other big moves um, in the wide receiver ranks this this off season. Amari Cooper was uh, traded to the Browns uh, for a fifth round pick um, and a swap of sixth round picks as the Cowboys chose Michael Gallup over Amari Cooper. Um, at least on the roster, he gets a five year, sixty two point five million extension. Um, I can't believe they let him. Go. I can't believe they shipped him out. Really, uh, over Michael Gallup. I just, I... yeah, they went younger. I mean, they went not even really younger, but they they just didn't want to bite eat the uh, eighteen million or whatever cap hit that the Cooper was when you've still got CD Lamb in the building. I think they really like Gallup. I really like Gallup too, but Cooper is still only twenty seven, man. Like he's he's. <laughs> Uh, here's my question for you. I think we can rattle through this one quickly because we still have the quarterbacks to get to. Um, we have uh, two receivers there, Cooper and Gallup, and the third one we're about to mention is Alan Robinson. He got a three-year, $46 million deal from the Rams. Um, which of those players do you want on your team? What, Adam, you only have... Adam's Cooper or Robinson? Yeah, you can only have one. Ooh. Oh, it's really it's difficult because you can make an argument for either one of any of them, right? I mean, like Adams, you know, he's a he's a what a, a eight year vet now, um, but almost guarantees you 10, 10 12, 13 touchdowns a season, um, and a thousand plus yards. Amar Amari Cooper. 27. Oh, he's good. He's really good. But then, Adam, I'd probably go with Cooper, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, probably Cooper. Uh, I just think he's younger than the other two. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think, I think, Devante Adams is older and more expensive. I mean Adams is the same age, same same has had the same amount of time in the league as Adam Robinson. Um and he's you know he's he's got a much bigger he's got a hundred million, almost a hundred million on Adam Robinson's contract for a reason, right? I think uh I would like I mean I'd like all of them. But yeah <laughs> probably could probably keeper just because I think I think I think his his contract is a lot better value than Devante Adams. He could easily put well, maybe not. Na- oh, well, no. Yeah, he could easily put up 
better numbers than Devontae Adams next season. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Easily. Um, well, I, it depends on whether a certain player, which I'm not going to mention, gets suspended or not, I think. Yes, um, that's, that's, that's probably fair. Uh, yeah, just to put a bow on. I mean, I would take Adams personally still, but I think um, the point I'd like to make is I'd take Cooper over Gallup, Robinson, uh, Robert Woods, who is also part of it kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Cooper's still way more talented than all those guys. Um, can, can we can we talk about how cheap Robert Woods' deal is? Yeah. That trade? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do that quickly. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> Insane. Was it? I've, I've, I can't. I can't remember how much it was now. Fourth round. Uh, a sixth round pick. Um, sixth round pick. That's right. Well, it's because of the injury, right? Like it's. Yeah. It's was it? I think it was an Achilles, and he only suffered it in November. I want to see. Um, uh, I think it was a little bit earlier than that, but yeah, it's um, it's a tough um, tough way for him to go out in LA because he had a good a good yeah. run with the Rams. Uh, Does he get that, a uh, Yeah, he should get it. He played in nine games, so he, I think right. I shouldn't get the, the I yeah. IR player to get in. Um, oh man, you'd be fucking steaming if you didn't get a ring <laughs> and and. Uh, Beckham, Beckham comes in and gets on, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. He, what that move was very slagged off at the time. I think when he went to the Rams from Buffalo, because he'd been quite mediocre in Buffalo, and then mm. he comes in, gets a couple of thousand yard receiving years, and became one of the, the top dogs. I'd say. Um, yeah, I mean his production, his production went up significantly. I mean his 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 first four years in the league in Buffalo: five hundred and eighty-seven, six nine nine, five five two, six one three. And then in LA, you know, you got to remember with Jared Goff as his quarterback, seven eight one, and then he had uh, 1,200 and eleven hundred receiving yard seasons before uh, a nine hundred yard season year before last, and then five hundred and fifty six last year. But he only yeah he only played nine games last year, so I mean he's he equaled his rookie year in in you know five fewer games. So uh, last year, so yeah, he was definitely on on course to have a have a have a really good uh, really good year. Uh, I mean, what was his yards per reception? His yards per reception was twelve point four, which you know is, is, is you can't sniff at that sort of production, can you? No, no, I agree. Four touchdowns in the in those nine games. Uh, have we forgotten anyone? No, I wanted to quickly say that I think the what the Bengals have done are very good. Is very good. They've actually, you know, I on the last show I said one of the things I want to see this all season is the Bengals attack free agency and actually yeah. help Joe Burrow. And they've got a new guard in and Alex Kappa, a new right Alex tackle Kappa, in yeah. Collins, and a new centre in Ted Karras. That's about uh-huh. all you can ask for, um, really. Yeah, uh, no, I can't, yeah, you can't disagree with that. They've they've they've, they've gone out and attacked holes. Where they need to, they've resigned uh, B.J. Hill as well, three year, three year, thirty million deal, which I think on the defensive line, which actually is a really good move. So yeah, it's um, yeah, the Bengals have done a done a good job there. Um, Noble offensive agents who are still free. <sighs> You're not going to be happy about this one, Terran Armstead. Um, rumors were that he's he, he looks like he might be heading to Miami, but that was a couple of days ago, and it's still not signed that one. So. So uh, other teams that need a left tackle, you're you're not uh, 
you're not out of luck quite yet. Um, then we've got offensive line Dwayne Brown, uh, tight end Rob Gronkowski, and then a few wide receivers. O- OBJ, um, who obviously has got that uh, ACL tear, so it's his second ACL tear of a you know a, a, an injury plagues. Well, maybe not injury plagues, but certainly uh, his second ACL injury. He's um, had some bad then, ones, yeah. Yeah. And you got uh, Mark, wide receiver Marcus Valdez Scantlin, who I am going to assume stays in Green Bay, personally. And then uh, the Titans allowed Julio Jones to walk. Unsurprising. Yeah, uh, 33. Yeah. A bit. Massive downward trajectory, isn't he? I th- yeah, I, I think we're. We've not seen the end of Julio Jones. He might, I think he'll bounce around for another couple of years, but I don't. I, the the years of the fourteen thousand yard uh, seasons are are, are gone. Um, <laughs> I I hope he catches on with a contender though, because he's a very good player and deserves a ring. Um, yeah, I think a few of those names are still in the market, and they're probably just killing it out and out before they return back to their teams. I think. I think. Valdez yeah. Scantling will probably go back to Green Bay. I think Beckham, although uh, the Rams have picked up another receiver. I still think he'll find a way to end end up back there on a, on a, on the right terms. Yeah, I mean, they, they picked up a receiver, but they also let trees go, so there's space yeah. for him. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Gronk um, goes back to uh, Tampa eventually. He either, he either does all retires. I don't I don't know. I, yeah. I saw I keep seeing him to Cincy, which is weird, but yeah, there um, is space for him there. Brown, uh, Brown is a little bit older. He might wait around until camp, and still maybe there's a few injuries, and someone needs yeah. a tackle. And Armstead's obviously the big one. He's like a yeah. top five free agent of this class. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, who uh, Cody Benjamin uh, of uh, CBS randomly ranked ranked Terran as the best uh, free agent on the board. So I hope. I just hope he got along with Jameis Winston um, personally. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's enough. Uh, that's enough for him to come back and protect Jameson's ass. Jameson's ass. Jameson's ass. <laughs> okay. Well, seeing as you've started talking about quarterbacks, let's uh, let, let's go on. Uh, we've already spoken about Teddy B, so let's not mention him again. Um, Tom Brady. Can I just say, on the off chance, <laughs> on the on the, the the very very unlikely off chance that Adam Schefter is listening, this is your fault, you bastard. <laughs> We were clear of him, and you ruined it. I genuinely don't think that uh, had uh, Schefter not leaked it, then uh, he would have been done for good. I think he was... I don't know. I think he was genuinely making up his mind, and he hadn't decided, and it took him a month or six weeks to decide. But yes, then the leaked reports come out, and he felt like he needed to put something out, so he said... I don't think he ever really actually used the word retired. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it was it was chaos, wasn't it, that weekend, that Sunday that uh, he announced he was coming back. Um, Have you ever seen a more collective like sigh of relief from NFL fans as you did no. after Tom Brady announced his retirement? Uh, and it wasn't really a just... sigh of relief; it was pure like jubilation that the, that it's like when Voldemort was killed, wasn't it? <laughs> like the level of like villainy that would oh god I can't even think I don't want to talk about it let's move on yeah there'll be plenty of time to get into that 
but I think that obviously makes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a contender again uh, into next year. So we'll be chatting more about them a lot. I'll let you, you take wanna, the lead on this one. I'll take the lead on it, but we want your thoughts um, on Carson Wentz's move to Washington. Um, Colts, obviously, after their kind of disastrous end to last season, uh, Jim Mercy, quite frankly, just wanted Wentz out of the building. And they find a way to do it, and they find a willing trade partner in the Washington Commanders. Taking a while to remember their new name. Um, uh, the Colts get back a second and seventh round pick in this year's draft, um, and they send away. Uh, they send away a third. We exchanged uh, seconds and. Uh... Yeah, sorry. Yes, it exchanged seconds and gave away the third as well. Yeah. No, we gave so away. It's... I think we gave a seventh round and gained a third. That is a conditional second. What That's the way around um, that happened. Oh, and a, sorry, yeah. we, we, we gained two thirds with one of them being conditional. I was reading my, my own notes here and I was thinking that doesn't sound right, but then I was just <laughs> reading it wrong. Apparently, I can't yeah, read yeah, that. Yeah, either. so Carson Wentz, a second rounder and a seventh rounder in exchange for uh, 2022 second round, a 2022 third round and a 2023 conditional third round pick that could become a second round if he plays nine i think 70 percent of snaps so the same the same target as he had this year for the conditional first which i thought was because i remember uh, seeing that and i thought that was hilarious they've now used that to <laughs> back in on the the deal to get Wentz out the door yeah um did you see the note that came out uh recently on um how Washington had reached out to the Colts to express interest and went yeah. at, at, at the scouting combine. No, so, the, so they reached out before, before the before, scouting combine. Yeah. The Colts, the Colts said, uh, said basically, nah, no chance. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Uh, and then Washington found out from other teams that the Colts had been talking about trading Wentz and came back in with that frankly ridiculous offer. If that's not generating a market out of thin air <laughs> for yourself, I don't know what is. Uh, so a lot's been, an awful lot has been said about how uh, Ballard got his pants pulled down um, by the Eagles. You know, it's for it was for a player that while he was he'd had a he'd had a difficult season or two, has displayed some elite football in the past and it's not that long ago um so i didn't mind trying it with wentz um but this year it failed he had a really good touchdown to interceptions ratio i think it's 27 to 7 but the nature of those interceptions they were all at like real crucial moments in games where you could not afford to throw an interception, like in overtime at home against the Titans. Ignoring Mawali Cox and Jonathan Taylor, who don't have a Titans defender within 20 yards of either of them, missing the check down to both of those guys to throw to a triple covered Michael Pittman and under throwing it, even though you only threw it 20 yards. It's that kind of play which is why he was deemed a failure. And I have to agree. You can put you can put the Colts 
whole season issues. I mean, forget the Jack, forget the Raiders and the Jacksonville games. Frankly, the playoffs should have been wrapped up long before then because the Colts had four or five games where they held two point leads, two score leads, and lost. And in each one of those games, Carson Wentz through massive interceptions to cost the Colts the game. So yeah, that's 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 it. Um, good luck, Washington. Good luck, good luck, Washington. And they've they've traded for Matt Ryan um, for a third round pick, which is the third round pick for this year that they got from Washington. Um. So that's, um, I mean, if you look at the Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz deals, Indy got rid of Carson Wentz and picked up Matt Ryan and have an extra second round pick and an extra third or second round pick for next year. I mean, Ballard might have lost the trade with Philly, but he most certainly won in the sweepstakes getting rid of Wentz and bringing in Matt Ryan. And bolstering the, the draft, the draft picks, which you know felt a little bit light this year. So I've got to be, I'm, 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 I'm fairly happy with that. I think, I think Matt Ryan can still play the quarterback position um, to a pretty good level, to a, ver- a veteran level. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he's go- he's not going to be as mistake prone as, or he can just. He's a, he's a lot more in that Philip Rivers mode, is what I was going to say. Pat, where he's Pat going... McAfee described him as uh, being the exact opposite of Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, every, everything dodgy that Wentz does, Matt Ryan doesn't do. Like, and I saw someone else describing Matt Ryan having watched having watched a couple, like this guy who's been watching film on him like all week. said that Matt Ryan's the kind of guy that you show rookies in tape is like this is the way you want to play, this is what you want to do. But obviously that like, he doesn't do everything perfectly. Um that's for that's for damn sure. But he um yeah, I think I think it's a solid, solid thing. They've the Colts have uh renegotiated re uh, re restructured his contract, so it's a twenty-four million hit this year, um, and a twenty-eight million hit next year. So that says to me that they're going to be with Matt Ryan for two years, which you have to assume that that means that next season, that first round pick is going to be a quarterback. The quarterback class next year is a lot stronger than it is this year. So um, I think um, that's that's the way they're going. Get get a rookie quarterback in through the door next year, and uh, see how you go with with seeing him in behind Matt Ryan and bringing on. You know, you, you could end up with a bit of a uh, Mahomes esque plan at the very least. Plan, um, plan. yeah. And also, said, also, also, just just another win for Chris Ballard. He managed to get the command Washington Commanders to take Wentz's entire contract. Yeah. So not only did he exchange Matt Ryan and 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 some picks for Carson Wentz, but he also is four million better off this year. So they can not go and spend that money probably, but uh, um, it's it's definitely more in the the Phil Rivers mode of a yeah. quarterback 
were I think where they had success the one year they had Rivers in. I Indy. really enjoyed that season. Yeah, I, I think. It. I think Ryan still has a better arm than Rivers did at the time. You yeah. know, um, still a you know he's not fast, but he he can still scramble a little bit. Yeah. better than Rivers, infinitely more than Rivers anybody could. Yeah, no, um, Rivers didn't move A goldfish could move faster on land, um, I think, than Rivers can in the po- from the pocket <laughs> scrambling for a first time but um, it's so I think you still have someone that can deliver the ball and win you games with his mind, um, I think mm-hmm. that that's what Matt Ryan will be able to bring to the offense um, perhaps more so than Carson Wentz was able to do last year, despite the fact that he was supposed to know the offense well under Frank Reich I think Matt Ryan, I think Reich likes dealing with the veteran quarterbacks who know what they're yeah. talking about and can win you a first down or a touchdown and then win you the game uh, at the line of scrimmage pre-snap um, just as much as with their talent. talent. And uh, I think he's vaccinated as well, so that helps. Yeah, what a bonus. Um, yeah, so I think we have to talk about this next trade. Um, but I'm tempted to say that this is the only time all season we're going to mention him by name and really go out of our way to talk about him. We'll talk about the team. We'll talk about their games. But I think I think I personally don't want to talk about him and give him too much airtime because I think it's a travesty what's going on. Obviously, we're talking about Deshaun Watson going to the Browns, and yeah, the the rule, the the general thumb, the rule of thumb should be that guilty, sorry, innocent until proven guilty, um, and it certainly is the case in the court of law. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I just don't believe that twenty-two civil cases pending. There's no smoke without fire, and we obviously, obviously we don't know what went on, and we're probably never going to know what are not never going to know what went on, but. I think, yeah, I just, I know in my heart what I feel, I, what I feel went on and just don't want to give it the airtime really. Um, but for this little bit, we're going to have to, but basically they've, uh, they've traded first round picks in 20, well, 22, 23, 24, as well as the third round pick in 2023 and a fourth round pick in 2024 for Deshaun Watson. And he's, uh, I, I don't know what his contract is but he's basically being sued 22 times he hasn't played for a year refused to play for a team and refused to be traded to anywhere other than the Browns and he's got an enormous pay increase which just goes to show that it's just sort of it's the sort of thing that shows everything that's wrong with his sport doesn't it yeah it's um five years 230 million um dollar contract um i think essentially he's so this is what it's actually quite fascinating and you know just in a pure financial way enough football uh from the money perspective that the massive record-breaking extension he signed with houston never even came into effect before signing this extension with cleveland which uh is it's just interesting which actually earned him a pay rate a pay rise so um not only has he not played football for a whole season so it's going to end up being you know 80, about 20 months yeah. since his last game when once the season actually starts and even then we don't know if he's going to be suspended by the league which is yeah. why in this new contract his base salary for 2022 is only one million dollars and the browns yeah. have given him this deal so that it limits how much 
uh, he is hit by this financially because they assume it's not going to be for more than one season. Yeah. Um, I read I read eight games is likely. Is yeah. The, the uh, most likely. I think that's probably the ballpark we're talking about yeah. for someone that didn't. It's not actually being criminally charged and it's been expunged, I guess. But yeah, and I get I get why the league can't take the stance that oh. you know a, 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 a jury found you not guilty, so mm. we can't ban you indefinitely. We can't we can't put you on the exempt list and say you are not playing in this league again, but. Situation is vile, isn't it? It doesn't sit right when you 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 give up that you mortgage your future of picks of the Browns, and then and then give this guy a, a pay rise when everything that's gone on, and you know it's likely that he won't have played football for two years, and you still give him the pay rise like this. Yeah. It's it's um yeah, it's it's interesting. And then their their statements didn't kind of miss the mark when they announced the signing officially from yeah. the coaches, and they, they didn't quite. Didn't quite sit well either. Um, I really, yeah, I really hope that female members of staff and female fans boycott them. I think you'll get a few. I think you'll get a few. You, yeah, you'll uh, get nowhere near enough. So for the same reason that Chris Brown still sells records and still sells out, sells out tours, right? Yeah, talent, talent. Still, people are still going to pay for talent. I'm afraid, yeah. um, as Let's, long as it's available, available yeah. to be bought. Let's let's move on from talking about him. Um, and I guess you need and, and this next this next topic is because of him, Baker Mayfield. Where do you see him? Where do you see him landing? For me, I, I, I'm not going to speak too much on it because you know, it's Baker Mayfield. I don't really care too much, but I think it's probably going to either be the uh, the Seahawks. I mean, I think it probably will be the Seahawks. That 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 seems to be the most the destination that makes the most sense for Baker Mayfield right now. It does, it does. Um, because Carolina came out uh, just today and they say they're not interested in Baker at the moment. Um, I'd like it to be the Steelers so he can like stick it to the Browns, but well, exactly. I would actually like that as well. To be fair, it'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Seattle makes the most sense in terms of you know who needs a starter. Uh, maybe yeah. Houston, I guess, also makes sense there. Um, if you're just looking at it, nah, I'd much rather have David Mills, Davis Mills than uh, I, I agree. Baker we don't, we, we don't know. I, I think maybe some competition would help. I'm not saying that Baker yeah. has to come in and be the starter. It depends what the price is you give up there. That's what it comes down to, really, is what are the Browns asking for? They've just, we know how many picks they've just traded away to go get Deshaun Watson. So, what is their asking price for the former number one overall pick um, in Mayfield? Um, when you know that whoever you give them to are going to have a headache as to are they going to give them a contract extension or not. Um, Pittsburgh, I think, makes a lot of sense still, even though they went out and, um, spoiler to one of our other, our other signings, Mitch Trubisky. The, the Trubisky money isn't money that locks him in as a starter in my head. It locks him in as a contender to be a starter. They're overloaded um, at quarterback now, aren't they? Got a lot of quarterbacks in the house. I think you've got to... You just got to keep adding until you know you found the right one at, the, at that position. To be fair, uh, yeah. if you've got, if they do still have the space, I think there's a way of making that work with Baker um, and giving up a few picks if you think he's worth it. I don't think um, Steelers fans would like that too much, but I'd jump here. I'm so excited to watch him shit all over the Browns. <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun. I think I would like that just from that that perspective. But I think if you're looking for 
a landing spot as to who needs a starter, I think it's probably Seattle. But I think they're going to pick somebody in the draft. So, um, yeah, that might be tricky. Yeah, it might be, it might be. Yeah, um, other other quarterbacks that have moved to wrap these wrap, wrap up the quarterback moves quickly. Uh, Marcus Mariota is joining Arthur Smith in Atlanta after having moved on from uh, Matt Ryan. Um, I quite like that. I quite like that move. Um, Arthur Smith obviously likes him from the time in Tennessee. Um, I think Mariota is good enough to be a starter in the league. So yeah, it's it's going to be quite interesting. Yep, I think it's a good spot. Um, they might draft someone as well, but I think that's that's a good as good a spot as any for Mar- Mariota to go and yeah. get a starting spot. And then uh, I've got I've got to imagine you're relatively satisfied with uh, Jameis Winston returning to the Saints, so you don't have to run with uh, Tate. Yeah, I'm actually I'm way more happier about it this year than I was at the start of last year. I'm, I'm very much more in tune with my emotions as, as, as opposed <laughs> to this time last year, because when we really had no idea what was going on. Um, I know we've given Tatey a big contract, but it's as we yeah. know, it's, it, fl- it fluctuates depending on how, where he actually lines up mm-hmm. um, uh, and t- takes his snaps. I think there's unfinished business with Jameis, and that's why we give him a two-year deal um, to come back and prove that he's the guy that can get us to the playoffs again. So. Hopefully, I hopefully just want him to see. I just want to see him dump all over there, uh, bucks. You and me both. <laughs> right. Um, well, that'll wrap up today. That's that's week one of free agency. Yeah, uh, I feel like there's more <laughs> more interesting stuff to talk about from week one of free agency than the last three or four years free agencies. Full stop. You know, you said that. Can I can I say we're so we're recording this just like at the end of the official week of yeah. So like a week a week after the free agency started, so we could get everything in in the first week. And it is you're right, it's it's nuts. It's it's a whole summer's worth of um yeah. transactions, and we're probably honestly NBA like and it's transactions like you probably see over the last you wouldn't see for two or three seasons in the league. Some of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 been wicked, right? Uh. I, uh, I forgot how we normally end this. Ross, you do that, right? I usually say goodbye to the lovely people. So uh, instead, um, would you like to say goodbye to the lovely people, mate? Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. That was nice. Oh, I'll fuck off you, bricks. Yeah, that's more like it. Also, <laughs> catch us some, on... Uh, something for everyone. Catch us on our Twitter at... Uh, <laughs> at at Tough Show Official. Uh, please join, come and join us on our Discord channel. Reach out and we'll, we'll get you added in there. Um, uh, and that'll be that. Cool. Cheers, mate. See you later.